Hello and welcome to Connecting You to You Radio, where we tune in to receive the messages of health and well-being that are being broadcast from the soul. I'm your host, Lisa Warner, author of The Simplicity of Self-Healing. I show you how to heal your body naturally by combining your body's innate intelligence with the wisdom of your own soul so that you can break through the mental programming of limiting beliefs that cause disease and make healing your body and changing your life simple. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to another Solution Sunday, because being the soul you are is the solution. We are grand beings of light here in physical form. Today, I am here with a grand being of light who is one of my very most favorite people on the entire planet. Trish Malhofer is just a healer extraordinaire. I think of her as a shaman. Uh, she is the creator of Badass Alchemists and Mystics a Community in Florida. She is um, an incredible sound healer, incredible body worker, and an Akashic Records reader. And today, we thought we would go on a magical mystery tour of the Akashic Records and beyond. Trish, welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I love being on your show. And yes, it's it's the Akashic Records and beyond. I do feel like sometimes I am on the Star Trek Enterprise, like discovering new life forms <laughs> and new ideas and sharing wisdom. So it's been a it's been fun. I'm thank you for all those wonderful introductions and um, just I receive that. I'm at a place now where I can say thank you and I receive that. <laughs> So I think like talking about the Akashic Records, some people are like the what records, never heard of that. But a lot of people and probably most that tune into your your show at least have heard it or maybe have worked with someone that can access their records or they may have accessed their own. So it's it started with an ancient term of Akasha or Akasha. That's where it comes from. And we'll we'll dip into what that really means. Well, and the records really is defined as a place that stores the memory of all things, mm-hmm. thoughts and feelings, experiences, uh, past life, present life, even future. Mm-hmm. And we all have our own record. It's uh, that has our soul story, our soul history. And we can access that at any time. You just have to know how. It's kind of like you have to know the the secret code to get in. And a lot of that's just right here in intention because you can find your record because you resonate to your own soul. Mm -hmm. So even just doing a meditation and a breath and you can go within to your core essence, that center of who you are. And um, even if you're not sure if you're there, just know you're there. (laughs) Ask to go, ask to go to the records, to your record. You can read your own. Now reading other people's, there's, you know, some permission that needs to happen with that. But you can also look at the records in reference to the planet's history. 
You can even extend into cosmic history. So there's a lot um, that you can find there. Mm-hmm. Um, how I was taught to read the records is by Andrea Hess, and it's called Soul Realignment. And she explains it um, as an information highway. It's energy that's moving. And unlike the density that we're in, when and I got this vision of like the internet, it's just moving information. So in that modality, she teaches us to use a pendulum and ask very specific questions and get our frame of reference. Because it's like, if you're searching something on Google, on the computer and you don't know what you're looking for you're going to get all kinds of information you might go down a rabbit hole over here right but if you have clear what you are looking for and using that languaging you can go and find it and it's very energetic and um, anyone can read their own record in the way that they sense energy so someone may get very direct answers to their question and hear it or they might just feel sensations in their belly or they might see colors so just whatever way you usually perceive these subtle energies um, or vibrations then that's how you'll probably access it through your record and um, that will grow and change as you work with the with the records you'll start to actually perceive in a more expansive, deep way. It just naturally happens when you're working in the Akasha. Um, so that's the Akashic record. That's so cool. So do most people want to um, access the Akashic records because they're having trouble in their life and they're trying to figure out like where it comes from and how to get over it? Or are they looking for sole purpose? Or is it just a whole conglomeration of many different reasons why you would want to access your records? Yeah, Um, I think all of the above, and it depends on the person. And usually if they start seeking information um, in these more etheric realms, then they're having a sense that, okay, there's another root cause of what's happening here. Um, or some of them will come in. It's like, I've done everything for this physical thing, or I've had a series of really bad marriages, or I've just had a life that's had a lot of, you know, uh, despair or conflict. And I'm not really sure. Um, maybe there's a past life thing. Um, the whole past life regression movement through the, the kind of the new age movement was really big for a while. Mm-hmm. And that's a little different than an Akashic Records reading. Like that's past life regression. That's actually going back through the timeline and re-experiencing. Where reading it this way is more, where's the the glitch? Where's the block? And then what's the basic story of why this decision was made and upheld in the lifetime? So a little soul story. But we don't get into you you know, you lived in Paris and you were a, you know, mother of five and your name was this. I mean, you can do past life stuff that way to learn lessons and make connections. You mentioned soul purpose, though, and that is, I'd say, probably in the top 
reasons why people want to get an Akashic Records reading. Um, they just want to see if they're living in their divine purpose. And part of the reading I do is we look at the soul gift or gifts, the primary and secondary. And we have all of the gifts of, of God, of the universe. But we usually have one or two that's largely in our soul blueprint. Um, usually one or two that's more than half of the energy of who we are. So for someone to find out what their soul gift is or gifts, and then um, also soul group of origination, so where the soul first incarnated, first embodied, mm. and those qualities are fresh and pure because the soul's like this i i see things animated this new soul no created and they're like scanning the multiverse yep and it's like that's my people and you go there and you embody or you incarnate in whatever form that mm-hmm. that star system or planet or parallel universe or wherever and um you start having experiences. So looking at those qualities of that group, because it's it's those qualities are also very resonant to you in your most pure divine form in the, the pure um, soul blueprint. So soul blueprint, uh, sometimes people just finding out, oh, that's my gift. And then I, if I go into mentoring with them, we will look at that and say, how can you be utilizing these gifts all through your life? And we do a lot of brainstorming and a lot of um, looking at how we do the life path now that we know and then clear, how do we move forward living our best life? Uh, I love that. Yeah, Yeah. I do a lot of, um, well, recently I had an experience where I really kind of went back to the creation of my soul and saw the, the light. It was just, you know looking like a star in the heavens, like just a being of light. And I recognized the more I tuned into that, the more I recognized that that still exists, like I still exist in that form. And there's like a subset, like I can focus my attention in any direction that I want but like that is still the purity and essence of who I am as a soul. Yes, exactly. And that pure essence of light of a soul that you that you perceived yourself as, it it comes into it embodies. If it chooses to come to Earth, like Lisa's soul's like, I think I'm gonna go to Earth and have some really deep learning experiences right. <laughs> <laughs> to have fun we're here to enjoy also there's a lot of beauty on this planet yes but you get you go so how this is my view of it this doesn't mean this is how it is yeah. but it's like as that embodiment happens and the drop into the deeper densities there's more individualization and more like compression and then that that part of that soul that has gotten to that deep density goes into the human body and then phew, there's a alchemy the creation of life mm-hmm. so it's just and then you have those experiences and then how i'm seeing it is 
as we are having experiences, we are aspects of the divine of source into this form, we're having experiences so source can experience itself. It's like going back into the the matrix or now I'm seeing maybe even the akasha, the, the substance, the ethereal substance fluid that retains memory of all things. It would make sense that's where it goes. Um, those experiences are where the growing and the learning and the, the value of embodying of why we're even here sometimes how many of us have said why did i choose to come here <laughs> i know right hmm. what what's my purpose here mm-hmm. and that purpose can shift throughout the life cycle mm-hmm. and change as we grow and change and have more access to that light that soul part of us our purpose starts getting more clear in a way it gets more narrow but also it, it almost opens up here and then the, the path gets a little more focused. And so some people can feel like they have a change of purpose where it's really just a more deeper feeling of it or a more expansive access to it. Yeah. That's consciousness, baby. That's bringing in the light. That's it. Right. Oh my goodness. I struggled for, so many years trying to figure out what my you know what was my purpose why would i ever have come to this prison planet you know that is like that was your perception then yeah that was your experience it's like wow you know it's like this isn't this planet doesn't live in harmony with the universal laws like this this planet is like inverted it's like the opposite like and so I could never figure out in opposite land, like, where do I fit in? But then once I got to a point, it was like, oh, I don't fit in. That's why I'm that's why I'm here. I'm not supposed to fit in. I'm supposed to just be the grand being of light to bring bring harmony back to the planet. Oh, now I see. <laughs> Your purpose. Exactly. Right. And then you get to pick and choose how you do that purpose in this world. And that's the free will. You get to pick which piece of your tapestry or your life map or puzzle or movie or whatever you want to call it that you want in there. But you're still doing that flow of purpose and having the experiences through your choices. And it's that mirroring. It's that what you're putting out is going out there and then coming back. It's a constant communication of your creation, of your choices. And if you're seeing in front of you um, your choices and experiences aren't where you want to be at this current time, then you can start working on bringing in that consciousness and light and, and accessing that soul part of you and saying then how do I want to change this you know no you know not having that victim mentality although if if someone has had a lot of life situations if they chose to come into a situation that is very dense that's very tough in the physical realm in a lot of ways you know, that's when, and, and it seems to have carried into their life. It's, we can slip into victimization because it just feels like nothing is working. We're heavy. And it's, it's a lot of times doing a soul realignment reading, we can see why that's happening. 
and then maybe even linking to other timelines or other lifetimes where that same choice was made mm. or a contract was made or an agreement or something. It could be a whole bunch of things that is now affecting the soul's energy coming in. It almost causes, if we look at the computer terminology, I see it's like a blueprint or like a, a program mm -hmm. and we put glitches in there. Mm. lines because we made that choice 10 lifetimes ago against our free will where we were victimized you know we had that resonance and so that's imprinted in the blueprint we did that we did it we corrupted our own file because mm. we didn't see any other choice to manifest something different right and sometimes it's a present life pattern and then we can go through this history it's all stories Mm -hmm. and why did I choose that and how can I reframe that and then make a different choice that's more empowered it's more from that that core and then trusting our choices which is the ultimate goal is trust right? trust ourselves exactly trust ourselves trust source trust the universe and you know trust the energies when we learn how to to use the energies and the frequencies and bring our own frequencies into coherence, then we can start trusting ourselves and trusting the universe because ask and it is given is universal law. But we have been given all kinds of crap. And then we're like, I don't know why this happened. Well, I don't know why that happened. And then we find out, well, I've been vibrating these things out and the universe has been giving back. It's like, I have to change my vibration. I have to change the sound. I have to change the words that I'm speaking and the energies I'm emitting. And then my reality will change. Mm -hmm. And if someone is, um, there's a soul gift that's very in the physical, um, adding a movement, you know, to the, to the, the sound, to the frequency. Mm -hmm. So like you could even, that's where mudras came from uh, or there's gestures. Or if you look at Qigong and Tai Chi, they're moving the Qi right. with an intent and even getting, having fun with that. Like, Hey, I want to create, um, I don't know, more clients coming in, or I want to create a new house or a new job or a career that I'm having my sole purpose fulfilled and I'm getting lots of money and, you know, return. How does, what's the movement of that? Like get into that resonance and what we've put our attention on, we give power to. So having a, even a whole practice of, okay, to me, that looks like, you know, like, or it could be birds flying, you know, like freedom. So, you know, you can, you can have fun with manifestation. You can have fun with creating your best life and resonating. I, I've been playing with this in my own life. The more I resonate to my own um, beloved frequency, like loving myself frequency, and that's what I expect to see in the world. Like I am being the change I want to see and not even the change. I am being what I want to see. And it is amazing to me if I am staying focused on that and just being me, I am meeting wonderful people like that are fill, filled with light and soul. And 
it's almost like um that's just that's what i'm putting into the to the akasha to the ethers right i love that because it really does boil right down to who am i being it's like the only thing we have any control over is ourselves yes and our own state of being and we actually have complete control over our own state of being. We can choose to be happy. We can choose to be sad. We can choose to be depressed. We can choose, you know, once we understand that we can change our state of being at will, like we don't have to stay depressed. We don't have to stay afraid. We don't have to stay in fear or doubt or guilt or shame or blame. We can literally start clearing those things out and we can start to raise our frequency so we can start singing a better song so that the what our what the song we are singing literally matters it turns into physical matter <laughs> it does and you know i just uh, there i've come across a lot of people that have been on their path for a long time like their healing path they've gotten a lot of gain like they feel like their consciousness is at this great place but there's something that's keeping them from phew, and it's it does get easier the more you practice to just shift the mindset it's mm. it does get easier if someone if someone is is new on their path or if they've been on their path for a while but are at this kind of like big boulder like what is this i can't just wish this away like this wants to be looked at and so that's when we would do a deeper dive. And sometimes we have to sink into the feeling. Like you feel like crap today or you do feel like um, a little depressed or you feel like you're a little off. And sometimes if it is a boulder or if it is kind of like this block that the normal means doesn't get us around and we've tried meditating and we've tried reframing and we've tried, you know, getting a massage. We tried some emotional release or whatever, a sound bath it's it's okay to spend a little bit of time with it and get to the root of it because maybe there's just something underneath there that's holding you back and it's usually just one little root that has all these little branches and it feels big but sometimes you have to just sit with it and work with it tenderly maybe one little thread at a time but you're still still that intention of bringing in the light getting the clarity health and vibrance this is what i'm aiming for and so sometimes the path's a little slower or sometimes it's really fast and you're like oh my god can i handle this right. <laughs> and sometimes it slows down and then there's a part of us that's like i should be past this oh yeah right the self-judgment oh. like ooh. Yeah. And it's like, you know what, maybe you just kept getting that curiosity and that open-mindedness that maybe you just don't have the resource to get through this one or what's in here. Maybe it's not awake or open yet inside and you need to seek out to open it here or attune it here mm -hmm. or remembering these things. That to me, that's what consciousness is. It's we're remembering our true nature our true selves, which is that that soul self that's in this beautiful, I always have to give a shout out to the body because I'm right. a body. But this precious body is evolving with us. Yeah. It's not being left behind. And so is the planet, by the way. 
So yeah. as we're getting more consciousness and, and reaching these subtler realms and we're becoming less dense and more light filled, even in here, the planet is as well. And we're doing it together. I could go into another thing. Do you want to say anything? <laughs> go with the flow. You had talked about, you know, your your perception of growing up in the prison, you know, and that was your reality. That was your your feeling. And, you know, we go out in life and we see these these outer structures. And I see that as our collective dream. You know, that's the human dream. That's all of our essences and songs going out into our world. It could be our neighborhood. It could be our state, our country, our planet. And so sometimes the dream out there is like, that's not really <laughs> what's going on in here. And, you know, I think that's the key um, with, you know, accessing your record, looking at your whole self, looking at all your multidimensional self, including the physical, and then, and then doing you, because we're all a thread in that tapestry of that collective. And this is the whole unified field theory is that if I make the change, if I'm being authentically me and I'm bringing in my light and I'm working through my blocks, belief patterns, physical symptoms, um, mind um, meditating and getting the mind in the observer, if I'm doing all that, I am helping the collective dream. And then when I go out in the world and I'm being me, it may turn on a little or attune someone else or help them remember. And then the collective dream starts to change. So a lot of us are aware of the not so nice things in the collective that doesn't, that hurts us. It resonates very dissonance. And it makes us even question, am I even supposed to be on this planet? Mm -hmm. But yes, the answer is yes. If you are here, you're meant to be here. And you came here to do exactly what we're talking about, which is do you and bring that light in and that awareness and that consciousness and reach out for help if you get stuck and you aren't able to get past it in the ways that you normally can. So that's where people like Lisa and I come in. Like, that's what we do for a living. Like, we love it. We love facilitating people's own healing and empowering them to, like, do this. Exactly. That's why we were both in the Inside Effects, the movie and the book, you know, to really start spreading that word that, you know, healing comes from the inside. It doesn't come from pills and, you know, the stories that we've been told about our bodies and what's going on, they're not always true. And that, you know, we have the power right within to facilitate our own healing. And it's quite magical when we tap into that power and we start to, you know, at least it was for me when I, when, when I went through my story of, you know, facing cancer and freaking out and like oh my god what am i gonna do and this is the worst thing ever and blah blah blah, blah. and then looking at the what the medical route offered and i was like yeah that doesn't really look too appealing to me because what i saw was that they offered remission and i was like 
that doesn't sound good. That sounds like it's coming back again. And like, I don't want this ever coming back again. Like, I don't like, I want full on healing here, people like, and that's not what they were offering. So I decided to go my own route. And, you know, when I learned how to really tap in, it was like, all of a sudden I was able to see through a completely different set of eyes. It was like, I was seeing through the eyes of my higher self, my soul, whatever you want to call it. And it was like, I saw completely different pictures. Like, hey, Lisa, your body's not being attacked by cancer. Your body's responding to your emotional state. Your body's functioning perfectly. It's doing exactly what it's designed to do. And it's like, it's these shifts of consciousness that are so key, so important for us. And I know that that's why you and I are both here, you know, is to really help open the realms of consciousness for humanity. It's almost like we get a new set of eyes with each, you know, awakening or spiritual awakening or connection. Deeper, it's a deeper connection and it's a more expansive. It's both. And yeah. and the highest self and the soul and you know, that's that's you. Yep. That is your biggest ally, is that that higher dimensional part of you that sees with totally different eyes than you. Yep. And um so yeah, it's almost like we change the lens and it gets more complex. Exactly. You know? It's like I talk about it like the like Russian stacking dolls. You know, yeah. it's like the physical self is like the littlest one in the middle. It has the least amount of information. It's the smallest version. It's the in the dark more. And then every time you have an expansion of consciousness, it's like, oh. I know more now. And it's like you keep moving out these doll after doll, you know, and you have more and more and more awareness, you know, until yeah. you're you're out in these bigger dolls, which are looking back in, which which have completely different levels of awareness and are yeah. completely connected to source, God, universe, whatever you want to call it, the universal wisdom. And you start flowing, you start sourcing from that wisdom you start instead of trying to look at the the world as the source of your well-being or as money as the source of your well-being or a job or you know a partner you, know, you start looking at source itself and it's like oh this is completely different i'm always provided for i'm always cared about ask and it is given is universal law like, oh, I could just ask and it could just be really easy. And I was like, oh, wow. When my life started just getting easy and just synchronicity started happening, it was like, oh, this is way more fun. <laughs> and this is way simpler than we've been taught. <laughs> That's right. And the nesting dolls, that's how I see it too. All of it's kind of compressed in the space, but it gets less dense. But that's all you. Yes. That's aspects of you. Exactly. Yeah. So that's just, just keep moving forward. Like everybody, just keep, keep deepening within yourself connecting in with whatever source is for you. 
and nature does it for me. I don't know. Nature gets it. Nature understands, you know, these etheric realms. And, you know, talking about the Akasha or the Akasha, um, where the records live. And some people saw, see the records as a library too, by the way. That's mm -hmm. a common thing, a visualization of going through the library. You know, our mind can go and find your book. And all of, all right, I'm jumping. Hang on, let me go back to what I was saying. Oh, what was I talking about? My brain sometimes does that. Shoot the Akasha. Yes. Or the Akasha. See, when you start accessing these flows of energy, sometimes multiple come in at the same time. Exactly. The Akasha is is really what connects all of us, I think, because it is the space in between matter. And they say it's like an etheric fluid or an atmosphere or an ether. And um, that's a part of us, but that also, as we extend out, everything's connected and communicating. And so when you're doing your self-healing, so bringing it back to the Akashic Records, if you're doing your own self-healing, as you said, Lisa, like even with your, your symptoms and you're like, no, I don't want remission. I want total healing. You went with source. You access those higher parts that understands this is all you and the healing takes place in all of these areas. Yeah. And then the physical is usually where we get, we are in attention is like we get the pain or we get the the stuff mm -hmm. and that gets our attention that talks the loudest yeah and then it's like but and you can also whether you technically access the records or just maybe you just need to ask um even including that in your healing that Maybe somewhere out here in the nesting dolls is where the little glitch is, where the block is, where the dissonant wave is. Mm -hmm. And so including that, so expanding your awareness that you are so much more than even, you know, we, we say mind, body, spirit. But I'm like, and every other part of us, we don't even have a name for yet. All right. All included in our healing. Yes. Yeah. We have one physical body and many, many, many non-physical bodies. Yeah. And we have to start understanding that what's going on in the non-physical bodies is in informing the physical body. What's yeah. going on in our thoughts, feelings, and emotions is forming the physical structure. So the physical body is never the problem. It's always what's going on in the non-physical bodies, in our thought patterns and in our energy field. You know, are we are we in fear? What are we in fear of? Are we in guilt or shame or doubt? You know, those dim our light and then we start living as less than. It's like we're grand beings of light. And when our light is shining, there is nothing wrong with us. Mm -hmm. But when we shut that light down or it gets shut down for us, it's like, oh, it's a completely different deal. 
Yeah. An awareness of where we're at in all of that <laughs> process, you know, awareness, that conscious awareness of knowing like, I, it's a lot of times it goes back to fear. Like, even if you have a muscle pain, like say like I'm a massage therapist and someone just has a sore muscle, they worked out hard and they have a sore muscle, you know, or they have a kink in their neck. You know, sometimes it does seem the solution is, oh, let's work that trigger point and relax that muscle and drink some water and do some stretching. And look at that. You got a good night's sleep and your body healed it. Your body unwound it. Your body. But underneath that tension, there, there's tension. There's stress being held. So stress, you know, how we perceive stress. A lot of times when there is a physical issue, it's why are we perceiving these waves of energy that are always there and are always going to be there as something that's affecting us, you know, and usually it is a fear or some emotion or belief pattern that we, you know, are telling ourselves. Or maybe that day they were a little off center when they lifted their weights or worked out, but why are they off center? You know, you can like go, it's a, it's like a puzzle. It's like, but it's your puzzle. It's your unique puzzle, your unique story. And it's well worth the time and the energy to get to know you and listen, you know, practice listening and connecting to all those parts. Yeah. Yeah. I really love how you, you personally can address so many of these different puzzle pieces. You know, the physical body, the sound, the Akashic records, you know, there's so many of these things that you do. You're so multi-talented that you get to help people from so many different directions. Thank you. I, I think because, well, there's a lot of reasons, but mostly because I've been a seeker my whole life. I love knowledge and I love having different experiences and so it's my own healing journey, ultimately, that's led me into all of these ways that I can help people. And um, just fascinated with multidimensionality. And I mean, we could even, there's a whole nother topic we could have about the microverse going within. And that's fun too. Like right? we, you know, that there's, there's all kinds of things we don't know and we may never know. We may never know it in our brain, but there's a part of us that does know. And it's, a, it's mm -hmm. I always think it's more in the heart space where, and trusting that you do know, even if you didn't read it in a book somewhere, you know what's best for you. And Lisa, I got to plug in my computer because it's going to go. Oh. <laughs> well, I don't know because I'll have to get up and move. So we may have well, to. That's okay. Here, we shall just pause our recording for a moment. Yay, problem solved. <laughs> um, so, so let's try. I, I feel I shared. A, I think the only thing I didn't share about the Akasha or Akasha, I kind of like Akasha, I hear it called that, is it's the fifth element. You know, we have earth, fire, water, and air. And some cultures have other elements, but ultimately then we have ether or spirit, some cultures call it. But it's that 
that etheric watery substance that um, is is the space that where matter can be formed and it holds everything. Yeah, there's actually even parts to the akasha. There's 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 different aspects to it. It's a very complex element and it doesn't surprise, it wouldn't surprise me if that element then is part of an even more complex element and a more complex element. Yeah. Um, but it it is kind of a, a, it has a very fluid and, and high energy feel to it. So when you are accessing your record, it's like you kind of know you're there when you're feeling that kind of spacey, fluidy, um, a lot happening, but yet very calming too. Mm -hmm. Very interesting realm. Yeah, I see. I see these. Um, well, the etheric realm. <clears throat> I see in terms of electromagnetic energy. I don't know why I can see it, but I can see it, <laughs> and. You know, I can see how the the thoughts are electrical. So there are electrical currents that run through, and these are thought patterns. And then the emotions, energy in motion, is magnetic. So how the thoughts and the emotions run together determines how the matter is formed. So that makes sense to me. Yay. I love making sense. <laughs> no, because I just experienced like a biomagnetic, it was a virtual session and I never, and it made me very aware of the magnetic field in the body has this very flowy feel to it. And cause I can feel inside my body very easily. So I could feel the magnets like moving things. And I noted, I'm like, this is different than the electrical part of the human body, which is like what you're saying. And so that's interesting how you're, of course, the electricals, the thoughts, and of course, the emotions are the magnetic. Makes sense. Right. So how the, how the emotional body and the, and the mental body are aligned with the angelic body or, you know, you know, the I am body, whatever you want to call it, the soul, how those two bodies are aligned determines how the physical body is. So if the mental body is thinking thoughts of like, I'm not okay, what's wrong with me, then the emotional body is going to have feelings of fear or doubt or guilt. And then it kind of distorts how the physical body shows up because those electromagnetics are wonky. They're not in alignment with the truth of the grand beings of light that we are. It's, it's almost like, because then I'm thinking yin and yang. It's like the electrical is more the yang. It's very straight. The, the magnetics like working around the thought, mm -hmm. the emotions play with the thought, dance around the thought, like the masculine and feminine. That's, that's cool. And then the magnetic is the, is the earth connection, right? Like, is that the magnetic? Yeah. And it's like, 
and it's like what draws the molecules together. It's like what pulls the ether into a form. Yes. Yeah. And it's like the masculine energy is like the structure and the, the straight lines and the, the, the form and the feminine energy is like the swirls and the, the, oh, wouldn't that be cool if we could do this? And then the masculine energy goes, oh, I can build that for you. Here's how you can do that. And, you know, wow. it's like this beautiful dance. It really is a dance. And it's beautiful. And it's a song. It's a symphony going back to sound. And now I've been diving into the science of sound a little more. Mm. And so now with this awareness of this magnetic and this electrical dancing, and I'm just wondering how that plays out in sound, because I know it does, because all of that influences the sound wave. It's all waves of frequency, just different types, different mm. resonances, different well, yeah, like one of the ways that I use sound to to clear my field is like, you know, I, I go to the symphony every Sunday night in the summer and I close my eyes and I just hear the sound and I feel the vibration of the sound and I tune into all the molecules of my body and I bring, I consciously use the sound patterns to bring coherence to the molecules. So it's just like fine tuning my own electromagnetic field. <laughs> exactly. Oh, that's so awesome. Yeah, and I know, yes, listening to sound and feeling sound, like feeling the sound and then even directing the sound, like yeah. talked about like manifesting, you can do that in your body too. That's like, what that's, healing the physical is doing that manifestation in here so if you're seeing the sound and you're seeing it imagining it like you said like mm -hmm. harmonizing bringing coherence it is so exactly yes and so i just love this because this is little breadcrumbs for me to now follow in my knowledge love of knowledge is and wisdom is uh if the 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 akasha and akasha is ether and they say that sound is the language of the ether that's like what the ancients said mm -hmm. um just i i'm gonna really contemplate this and have fun with this and how that actually and then what you just shared it's just beautiful and this is part of my path. This is why I do help people access all of these different ways, because this is, I want to, I like to explore and I like to learn. And um, when then I learn it for myself, when I have a, a client, um, especially if I do a three month mentorship, where we can really do a deep dive. I have access to all of these resources because I've utilized them for myself. And then I can match my client. Like, where are you? What's your resonance? And then here, let's try this one. Does this feel right? How about this way? And um, so do you, so do you use all the different modalities with, with your clients as needed? Like, so if, if one client comes, Maybe they do a sound bath one time. Maybe they do an Akashic record reading a different time. 
maybe they do some craniosacral or massage another time. Yes. I start my three month with the soul realignment reading. That's my starting point. Hmm. Um, and then we, we jump off from there because that gives me what's your soul blueprint. Like Lisa's bright light. Like what's, the, you know, looking at the main resonance of that. And then of course there's all intricate details that we explore, but yeah. So, but in that three months, it depends if it's virtual or in person too, but I do virtual, right. I can do body work virtually, um, sound baths virtually. Right. Um, I do a, a therapy called systems informed body mind therapy and I can do that virtually. It's like mindfulness and working with the patterns of our life as a constellation. And, and so looking at all contributing factors to what's coming up in your life and um, yeah. And then, but it's, it's specialized because it's for you and um, the, yeah, the jumping off points, the, the Akashic records work. Uh. I love that. You know, I've had a few different Akashic Records readings in my life, and one of them really, really stood out. And something that she had told me every once in a while, it just like pops into my awareness. I'm like, oh, yep, I see that I'm on this path to that that thing that she had said, and it was just really profound. You know, reading the records or anyone that does spiritual advising or psychic readings or mediumship, you want to remember that we're humans reading energy. Mm -hmm. Like all of those people are humans reading energy. Um, and they're going to be interpreting the energy and they can, and some are really good at looking at possible future outcomes, but that's fuzzy. Like anyone that's like, this is going to happen on this date. <laughs> if this is going to happen on this date, it's like, mm, I don't know if future works that way. You know, maybe mark that date on your calendar, but don't just try. You can change that, you know, like there's multiple choices ahead of that. Yeah. So I guess what I'm saying is just remember, you know, anyone that's doing advising is reading energy, but ultimately we have to decide if what we're hearing, like that one records reading stood out because she was reading the energy. You perceived it as mm, she, mm, she knows what she's doing and that's resonating. Yeah, exactly. Right? And the other two might've had a little nugget or two, but um, yeah, we also vibrate with other people too. You have to find your match of, who you, you know, who resonates with you to work with you in yeah. that way. Uh, I love that. So tell, so are you um, still, is your community center still going? The BAM? Yes, um, it is. And it's, it's, Right now I have a brick and mortar that's thriving and I have several facilitators in all different areas working out of there. It's just beautiful. But, and I do a lot of virtual uh, Facebook. I, Badasses Alchemist Mystics, um, BAM. Uh, I do live readings on there with cards. I do wisdom shares. Um, 
I'm starting a Telegram channel for more deeper dives with advising, you know, spiritual advising, life advising. And um, BAM, my new love that's happening is a sound studio. Ooh. It's going to be an open... Um, space where we can do sound baths we can do sound performances and jams maybe even capture some on video maybe even have an artist over here painting while we're playing or someone dancing over here or i i just it's been an idea for a while and badasses alchemist mystics uh create you know, that's what we do. We're creating in the world in our resonance, whatever your badassery is, um, getting people together in this organic space and creating sound in all its forms, not even just music, and making a vortex, a symphony of light. And it will never be the same again. It's a unique experience that sure we can try to capture on video to to try to bring people there, but the fact of this kind of the randomness of it that can that beauty can come out of it when people are in in that flow. That's Bam's heading that way. I <laughs> uh, love that. So if there are people that are in Florida that want to find you at BAM, how do they find BAM? BAM's in Palm Bay, Florida. Um, and I'll, the website's BAM, B-A-M, community11.com. And uh, that's a good way to get to me. And um, I also, Med Healers is a, a good website too for my more, my healing modalities, more about me. BAM's kind of a, collective group um is medhealers.com so if you're interested in the akashic records work or a mentorship or even just an hour you know intense reading um i do clarity calls so you can um go on my website and fill out the form and ask for a clarity call and we'll we'll meet and i can decide which gateway in is the best one for you beautiful i highly recommend trisha's work if any of you are even thinking about reaching out to her please follow that thought and do reach out because she's a very gifted healer and she is a a shaman and just a wise woman extraordinaire she would she came here and visited me in person and did some beautiful hands-on healing work with a, a hip injury that I've had. And it was just, it was really profound. And, you know, I just, I'm a very, I'm a very big fan of Trisha and all that she has to share. So please feel free to reach out if you're watching on YouTube or listening on, on the podcast, just look in the show notes and I will have the um, web links there for you. And I, Please feel free to reach out. What do you have going on, Lisa? Let's tell us about what you have going on. Uh, right now, I just started a new 12-week session of my course called Aligning with Your Radiantly Healthy Self. 
So I have a small group. It's, it's really like a mastermind group. Like it's a real um, intense 12 week deep dive that creates a lot of transformation. And it's just, it's like my pride and joy. I love it beyond anything. And, but so um, this is September 6th, 2023. We still have a few openings. So if you are interested and you're hearing this even a few days after that, Please feel free to reach out if this is calling to you because uh, I can fit a couple more in. And and even if they see this a few months from now, you run this class, you run this pretty frequently, don't you? I run you? it at least twice a year. Yeah, so they might be able to catch the next one. Yep, in the spring of 2024, yes. You help so many people um heal themselves you are such a light in the world i see that shining star that your soul is when i look at you so just thank you for walking your path and being on this planet at this time because you're you're doing it you're helping things shift into a higher consciousness and helping others do it so thank you Right. We are all these grand beings of light and we are here to bring light to this planet, to all bring are. peace and harmony back to earth so that, right. So that life can be enjoyed by all. We're here to enjoy this beautiful planet, this beautiful body. And, you know, the, and just, every single one of you watching is that grand being of light and we just want to help you remember that exactly and and the first step really in that is to come back in harmony with our bodies we have been taught to distrust our bodies we have been taught that they're not pretty enough, they're not tall enough, they're not slender enough. We have been taught to dislike our bodies and distrust our bodies. And this is not why we're here with these bodies. These bodies are really our best friends. Yep. And it talks to us. So learning the language. Exactly. And it's not the language they tell us. The language no, it's not, not your body's broken. There's something wrong with it. That is not the language. <laughs> exactly how to heal itself and exactly what order. It's the inner physician, inner healer. It's the inner us. Yes. Oh, and one you. of the great ways to to find out about that if you're interested is check out the inside effects is both a book and a film. If you go to the insideeffects.com, you'll be able to watch the film for free if you've not yet seen that. I am in the film. Trisha is in the book. You know, please reach out and you know, it's just a good starting point. <laughs> Excuse me, it's just a good starting point. If you're not familiar with, you know, kind of how the body heals itself and what what is actually possible. So, yep, check it out. Yes. So thank you. Thank you so much, everyone. Thank you, Trisha. This has been such a fun conversation. I always love our conversations. And we'll do it again soon. Yes, we will. So please, if you are looking for some guidance, some energy work, some healing, please reach out to Trisha. 
Um, she is just a, a very, very bright light. And if you are wanting to reach out to me, you can find me at connectingyoutoyou.com. So thank you all for joining us for another Solution Sunday because being the soul, the grand being of light you are, is the solution. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Until next week, create for yourselves a great week. Thanks for listening to this episode of Connecting You to You Radio. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and share it with your friends. Are you ready to discover more about how simple healing your body can actually be when you do it from the higher wisdom of your soul? To learn more about what I do and how you can work with me, visit ConnectingYouToYou.com and get on my mailing list to be the first to know about my latest offerings. If you'd like to interact with me on Facebook, please join my group, Soul Sourced Healing. Check the show notes below for these links and more. I hope to see you again next time on Connecting You to You Radio.